Okay, guys, auction, properties not selling at auction, does it mean that the campaign and the property is a dud? Is the auction the ruler of the roost? We want to talk to you guys about some very interesting scenarios. Stay tuned. I just had a laugh to myself, Mark, because I forgot. <laughs> I that's forgot right. something. Ah, that's yeah. all right. You got, you got, you got the. I, uh, I said to Lisa, <laughs> when you're ready for me to do the intro video when you finish talking, touch your hair. <laughs> and I'm always touching my hair, but this particular occasion I didn't. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Good morning, Mark. Oh, good morning, Miss no Mrs. Novak. How are you? Good. Yeah, really good. Really good. Oh, I have like a new, I've got a new, I've got a new look. I've got a banner across my head. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, I like it too. It's like a, it's a headband. It's nice. I like it. Novak headband. Um, yeah. Auctions, Mark, interesting yes. things, aren't they? Because, you know, there's many oh. an agent, there's many an agent, there's many a buyer, there's many a seller that claim yes. that the auction is the ruler of the real estate world. Look, it's fairy tale, you know, when it all goes well, um, and you know, it's what we all—it's what we all gun for, you know. You, um, but sometimes love just doesn't always work out that way. Yeah. So, um, interesting stats, guys. One third of properties sell pre-auction, one third sell at, and one third sell post. So, this morning, we just want to talk you guys through. Um, one particular scenario, but there's been actually quite a few where um, things have really started to heat up after the auction and, and why and, and why has that happened? Oh, good morning, Rosie. Actually, we need to organise a, a time to get um, Miss Sullivan on, on Novak News. It's been a while. We're coming yeah. for you, Rosie. It's been, it's been a long while. Why it's been a long while. Morning, Jeff. Good morning, guys. Good morning to everyone who's been in. So we're talking about um, auctions being the of the roost and in this yep. particular situation actually there's been a, there's been a couple lately where thank goodness these properties did not sell at auction because things started to really heat up post auction let's talk about Absolutely. one big road in dy mark yep let's talk about it um beautiful property i called it the little house on the prairie those of us who are old enough will understand what that is it was a really quaint little house that needed an enormous amount of work. Um, probably one of the oldest properties in DY, the oldest original houses remaining yeah. in DY. It sat on a 550 square metre corner block, which is just golden. I um, love a corner block. Why, why do you love a corner block? Um, granny flats. I think you can put a second house there, get a huge income. And um, and it doesn't really impede on the house. Um, love it, love it, love it. And people do love people do love corner blocks for that reason. They're really easy to build on ordinarily. Um, and Mark, as you said, you can have two different street accesses when you've got multiple dwellings on a corner block, a granny flat in the house. So um, yeah, this was great. It had been in the same family since 1958. Now the last time I had taken a very similar property like that to market 
was a property at 2 Lewis Street in Bagana Heights. Um, much smaller block, house was also reasonably unlivable. Um, and we ended up with 21 registered bidders. And that property sold for $570,000 above reserve. One Bits Road, I mean, one would assume it was going to be a really similar campaign. The market went a little bit rickety in the in the meantime. Um, a bit more stock came I on. I reckon it has. Yeah, with the stock coming on, I think it got a bit rickety. Yeah. For anyone that's not knowing, I, I guess, look, we're on the cold rate. Daily, we're seeing daily inquiry rates go up, go down daily. Like, you know, people don't look at the property market for years and years. We're looking at it, we're looking at it hour by hour, day by day. And yes is rickety actually right at the end of this session i just want to talk about the spring selling season and what the hell has happened um yep. and what my crystal ball prediction is as well but one back to one big road guys so um we get to oh i just want to tell you one thing about the property there was an easement going right through the middle of the land so what what that meant was you, you ordinarily you cannot build over that easement at stormwater so the house sits to the front of the land. So that really did freak out some buyers. Um, and it was a chunky. Build over was, the top of it. It was a chunky easement, that thing. Like that yeah. was, uh, and it is something people should look out for, by the way. But, you know, it did really influence the value because anyone looking to buy that house would not be able to build a whatever they want house on that block like you would normally assume you could. But there was already a, there was already a house there, and the house was already sitting to the front of that. So if you can imagine, you know, you could sort of build it either side of that easement, um, you know, maybe one house with a connecting deck or something like that to the other side, something along those lines. Anyway, we come to auction day last Saturday. Tons of people. I had over two hundred people. There it is. There's that easement right there. Yeah, fat. Real fat. She's a beauty. So auction day, Mark, last Saturday. Um, emotional had... and yeah, and you know what? To be in a family for fifty-eight years. Oh yeah. Oh my God! Can you imagine the memories you would have in that one home with grandkids and kids and nephews and nieces and cousins and partners? Like it would have been like a whirlwind of emotion when you sell something like that. Make no mistake. Well, absolutely it was. And I was dealing with three of the um, executors. So it was really, and they were the children. Um, it was not a deceased estate, FYI, but it was a really emotional sale. It really was. Um, and we had over 200 people come through the property. So last Saturday, auction day, two registered. And when Vic LaRusso, absolute legend of an auctioneer, started the auction, no bidding. And no I was bidding. like, yeah, yeah, this is just normal, you know. It's, people just put their hands in their pockets. Interesting. <sighs> so, and FYI, I had a very, very reasonable reserve. And I had vendors that were saying, listen, whoever's registered here or any other parties, let them make us an offer. We are all ears. We are all ears to offers. So, come Saturday afternoon... I'm absolutely swamped with inquiry. What happened at Bix Road? What did it sell for? Why didn't it sell? Where are the offers at? And then it started. The avalanche of inquiry and the avalanche of buyer interest started. Yeah. And we ended up having an auction right after the auction. 
weirdest thing. Weirdest thing. Weirdest thing. It was really bizarre. And even I ended up having to call it what's called a best and fairest, which is when we have like lunch an party. Like an auction after the auction, in a way. Yeah, I mean, we used to call them silent auctions. We're not allowed to now, but it was a best and fairest. So all interested parties submitting their absolute highest offers and their conditions in writing. Um, and we called it at seven o'clock. I think it was, well, it's been a long week, but I think it was Monday or Tuesday night. Um, yeah. Anyway, interesting. Yeah. It might have been Tuesday. One particular yeah. one particular family, the dad was helping out this, these beautiful younger children. One particular family had written a really nice letter. We're a young family. We're wanting to build our first home here. We've just had our first baby and wrote this beautiful letter. We noted that you had some amazing pianos and bits and pieces. My wife's a piano teacher. Um, and on went the story. So... And- plucking the heartstrings of the sellers but it was true and it was you know it was actually a beautiful story and I, I was selling for a beautiful family an emotional sale and the vendors ended up choosing the young family for less money because they wanted that home to be passed on to another young family and that was their choice and there was much more money on the table but that so was, there was the decision there were three offers. very unusual campaign three offers and when it all when all the offers came in I, I was certain if i was a betting man i would have bet that i knew how that was going to work out and for them to come back at the lowest of the three offers that were made and saying we'll take those people i was floored yeah me too. I, was we're like, all I mean I even like, mark even when God. they called me that night to say um you know we're going with the young family and I, I said, sorry, could you just let me know the names? And because I was like, because there was quite, a, there was quite a big yeah. difference between the offers. Um, but you know, again, that was the vendor's choice. Beautiful, absolutely beautiful ending for the vendors who feel very comfortable that their family home that they've owned since 1958 was being passed on to another beautiful young family. They obviously saw some similarities there. I can't see why we can't talk about the figures. We can if you like, I don't mind. 31 grand less. Not uh, a small amount. So, what, yeah, one off for 165, 1651, and 1681. 681. And none of them knew what each other were offering. Um, and the owner went with the lowest one. I think, I think that's unbelievable. Lowest offer. Love the story. They absolutely love the story. But, yeah. guys, the moral to this particular story is the auction happened after the auction. And let me tell you, that's the that's the recap in five minutes. This went on for two days, three days, yeah. four days, actually. Saturday afternoon, Sunday, Monday, all day Tuesday. This just went yeah. on and on. Actually, I think Wednesday we exchanged, Mark. I think it was Wednesday night. Yeah, um, so, no, Tuesday night was Tuesday night is when the decision was made and Wednesday was when the business was done. It was just unbelievable. So, guys, understand that if a property has not sold at auction, we're going to talk about 65 Samuel Street as well in a moment, Mark. Um, I think that was the other one where you guys had the auction after the auction. Understand that if a property did not sell at auction, there's multiple reasons why it didn't happen. 
multiple. And I could tell you so many times when this exact occurrence has taken place, where we've had an auction after the auction. It's yep. that good old theory of the fear of missing out. And a yep. clever agent will know how to build urgency and how to wrap a campaign straight away around an auction that has been passed in. How do you create that urgency? Because you actually have got quite a small window to be able to do that. And look, it's it's amazing that um, the the owner could freelance a little bit in terms of selecting a buyer. Um, so the past the auction, the owner had more flexibility to choose who they wanted to take on their family home of fifty eight years. There's a beauty in that as well. There was, so there was, yeah. you know, there was flexibility for the owner. There was a beauty in that for the owner. There was great for the buyers. Um, it added a bit more calm. Look, I, I think, I think also, you know, being be cool, baby, be cool. Like I think, you know, being able to just um, pace it a little bit. I, I think yeah. also allowed the owner to have that flexibility. So you know, if it does go before the auction or does sell during the auction or after, particularly the after sort of sellers, it's cool. You know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah. and, and also, Mark, I just want to add in there, what happens when a property passes in an auction is it actually gives a vendor time to reflect. So in the heat of the moment, I, I can tell you now that those vendors came up to me on Saturday. I had, I had two of them on the phone, I beg your pardon, one of them came up to my car and just said like just you know bring us any offers like we're really motivated they I, i'm confident that they would have done a deal at almost within reason any level on saturday afternoon so understand that when a property does not sell in the heat of the market it does yeah. again you've got this very small window but then after that after the heat's come out of that whole auction and the vendors have had time to think how many times, Mark, have they said, you know what, maybe we just, you know, we won't sell. Maybe we are going to wait. They become less and less motivated. And yeah. sometimes these properties end up for selling for more post-auction than that, that what they would have in the heat of the moment. Look what happened in Monavale with you guys with yeah. that auction. Yeah. Sold Two for more. and a half weeks later, sold for more. And it's like, you know, that patient's won the owner $60,000. So it's interesting that, you know, I, I, I think um, – the message today is certainly I wouldn't cut and run if I was a seller as much as your agent tells you to. Um, I, w I would definitely sort of reflect on if it, you know, is it really the best price that you're getting in the market? And if it is cut and run, but if you don't, if you certainly don't feel settled or good about it, you don't want to have regrets. It's going to stick with you a very, very long time, that regret. So you sort of, you sometimes may have to go through that process of, back on the market with the price straight after the auction. It is very raw. It's even a little bit embarrassing for the agent, for the seller. Um, but, you know, you sort of, you know, suck it in and off you go. Well, yes and no. I mean, and don't forget, guys, as agents, we know the backstory, the vast majority of the time of the vendors. We know the backstory. Yeah. So, you know, in, in this particular situation, I literally, as soon as Vic had passed the auction in on Saturday, I had actually said to the crowd, guys, I know what's going to happen here. We are going to have an auction after the auction. This property is going to be sold and it's going to be sold very quickly because I knew I had very motivated vendors um, and I knew full well that the next decent offer that I was presented with, we were doing a deal. So, um, you know, we know the backstory. Now, also, 
I think there is and there's more value. Hey, and there's more. There's more. Wow. Um, but I, I know that there's huge value in a buyer also letting a vendor in a little bit on their story. I really think that there's value there. That one, this beautiful young family, that property, it did. Yeah. For the vendor, make, it wasn't about the money. Well, life, make no mistake, life's not all about the money, kids. And when you look at these buyers sell, uh, sharing their personal um, uh, feelings with the sellers, um, you know, which they sent, they sent to you, Lisa, you guys sent it to the owner uh, on the yeah. request. Um, that that won the property clearly for them it over did. the money. Yeah, over the money. It did. Eight Farnell Street, Mark. I just want to quickly tap on that one. Eight Farnell Street, that beautiful house down on the beachfront, um, in Curl Curl, magnificent property. We had registered bidders at the auction. Um, all the all the bidders sat on their hands and did absolutely nothing. We um, another example. Very yep. very very quickly. There was a lot of strategy going on there, but we did pass the auction in. And then guess what? We're in negotiations post-auction now, you know, with with, with, an, with an interested party. That was there on the day. So um, we're in that sort of mid-teen region there now. Guess what? I'm just about to tap on. What? That. What's that? Oh, that looks nice. Am I getting a new car? Yeah, I'm about to tap <laughs> on it. It's a. It, I'm on a drive day. Uh, CBA Bank's taking us on a drive day. Not going to buy oh. anything. Don't tell anyone. Not buying shit. But it's a great experience. It's a great experience. We're going to go to the Southern Highlands today. Hey guys, I reckon that's code for Mark buying me a new car. And this is like the decoy. That's what I reckon. That's what's happening here. I'm onto it, Mark. I'm onto Please, you. Don't set yourself up. I can see your up. poker face, Mark. I can don't see it. Set, don't set yourself up for disappointment. But maybe I don't want a four-wheel drive, FYI. That's not a four-wheel drive. Didn't you say the other one? Yeah, no, that one I'm happy with. Nice convertible would be good, though. Yeah. <laughs> They're hot. No, the... Um, see, if you can uh, do some, see if you can do some socials while you're there. I don't know. You reckon that's a bit wanky? No, people love cars. Yeah. Just like we show people around beautiful property. Definitely not. Hey, yeah. Mark, can we just talk really quickly, please? I want to talk about the spring season. Sure, sure. Um, just I've got to go. I know, so do I. But just real quick, because, guys, what I'm seeing that's happened on the northern beaches is we had the mad rush of spring stock. It all got pushed forward. Um, the weather was great. The buyers were out. So all the vendors went out oh, let's get the property on the market. I reckon <clears throat> spring going to be quiet with stock levels. Guess what I reckon is going to happen? What do you reckon is going to happen, Lise? I reckon we're not going to see many listings come on for spring. I reckon um, it's turned into a buyer's market momentarily. And I reckon in about four to six weeks' time, it's going to flip into a seller's market with low levels of stock. And talks about these interest rates starting to come off toward the end of the year. Wait, I reckon the hot market is coming. There ain't no it's more rich cliff, guys. We haven't seen it on the northern beaches, FYI. These vendors that are selling, that spring selling season's moved forward to August. 
these vendors, the ones that I'm dealing with, they're definitely not selling because they can't afford to keep their properties. A variety of other reasons, but not that. If those rates come off, booyah to more to um to a strong property market. If those rates come off, and if those rates go up, God help God help people because it's um. I was actually talking. I was talking to one it, of the banks the other day. It is Seriously, so one, one, one more interest rate rise is, is going to be a real, real problem. I feel like we're on the knife's edge. I feel like it's sort of, <laughs> if the rates go up, it's like, no, it's like watching, watching a car crash slowly. And if the rates go down, you. it's like, ooh, that's probably going to stir up the market a little bit. So I'm with you. Like I, for a while. Literally on a on a knife's edge. Mark, drill them today. You're with CBA. See what you see. What I'm info with CBA you get. private today. I'll, I'll get a social with them. I'll get a social yeah. with the um, the CEO of the private bank. Hey guys, can I also CBA just say, and this is not a paid advertisement. Um, they are a phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal bank, and they're a bank that are full of real human beings. I, I cannot speak. This is not a paid advertisement. They are phenomenal people. We've been using them for quite some time now. Absolutely Good phenomenal. Luck. Go CBA. That's it. That's a show. Have fun. Drive safe. Do you see you, you guys. Want the car, do you want to see the car again before I go? Yes. Are you going to get out? Uh, are you getting uh, out? I'm going to put that camera on. I'm going to put the camera on for the back. Camera. Back, camera, uh, back camera. Go, Mark, you can do it. Look at that. Look at that, kids. Wow. Look. Look. Oh, la, la. Oh, beautiful. I'm going to drive the whole family today. <laughs> I'm buying one. I'm dreaming. I'm dreaming, kids. Stunning, right. stunning. Come on. See you guys. Have Love a great you. day. Bye. Bye everyone.